Robert Dahl, and welcome to the Hip Hop in the After Hours podcast. Hey y'all, what up? It's your girl Platinum B, and welcome to another episode of Hip Hop in the After Hours. To everybody who subscribed and to my podcast and listens every week, um, I appreciate you guys. For those of you who are new, welcome. I hope you enjoy. I try to make this podcast as fun as I can and as interesting as I can. Um, maybe even teach people more who don't know about hip hop and you know um, stuff like that. Um, you know, we also obviously had some serious topics that I talked about, but I also, like I said, I want to make this as fun as I can and kind of get this podcast just be something fun to more people to just get. Um, you know, everything off their mind and just enjoy it. Um, to everybody, please don't forget to share and subscribe. And, um, don't forget I put out episodes every Monday. Every Monday hasn't stopped. I'm in school again, but, um, I'm still trying to do this podcast while I'm doing school. So, um, we're going to see how that goes. Um, I figured today we'd do a fun topic. Since today is Sunday, I waited till Sunday to do this podcast, especially because of this. I figured we would talk about the Super Bowl halftime performance. Speaking of after hours, right? I, for those of you who don't know, I am a huge Weekend fan. The Weekend is my crush. I have a huge crush on him. Um, I call him my bae. Uh, I call him Abel Bear. For those of you who don't know, who are not um, hardcore fans, this is what the hardcore fans call um, the weekend. We call him Abel. Um, my podcast, by the way, for those of you who are new or who may not have gotten the concept, my con- my my podcast is not named after his album. Um, it's actually because. Um, of me being, I, I don't want to, you know, put this in my podcast all the time, because it's not a blind podcast, but, I mean, it is who I am, so, it is what it is, but, with me being blind, um, my sleep schedule is messed up, so I'm up late at night, like, right now, it's almost four o'clock in the morning, and, basically, I have this thing called nine twenty four, so, I can't see the sun going down and up, obviously, I mean, obviously, I know because, I mean, you have a clock, but, you know, there's chemicals in your body and your brain that tells you when to go to sleep because you can see it with your eyes. But because I don't, because I'm completely blind, um, that messes up my sleep schedule. So, um, yeah, after hours, we're here talking about hip-hop in the after hours. So that's basically where the name came from. Um, just a little, you know, history for you guys. So, yeah, no, my, my podcast is not named after Abel's album, After Hours, which came out March 2020. But speaking of After Hours, did anybody see the weekend's Super Bowl performance? Um, t- it's still today, because I've been awake. I know it's, it's Monday morning at 4 in the morning, but to me it's still today because I haven't gone to sleep. Um... Did you guys see the Super Bowl of the weekend? What did you think of it? Well, for me, as a hardcore fan, I thought it was a fucking genius performance. Um, I've been listening to it over and over and over all night. Um, they have the Pepsi performance on 
uh, the visual album is on, um, Apple Music and streaming services, so I've been, you know, obviously listening to it, uh, watching it, whatever you want to call it, um, there are things I miss, because I was watching it with my family, um, and the dogs were barking, and, you know, stuff happens, um, for most of all, I was able to concentrate, but there were things I missed, and, Plus, not even just that, but the sound. Like, at first, the sound of the performance was a little off. Um, it sounded like they were really far away. Uh, I don't know what was going on there, if they had sound issues or what. But um, I missed... They they did... Uh, there was a choir there, and they were doing Call Out My Name. And I didn't realize that until I listened to the performance on my phone in my room on my own. And then they had the strings, and it sounded like keyboards and stuff. Um, it just sounded... Basically, what I'm saying, y'all, is it was nice to hear something live. I haven't heard live music since AMAs, American Music Awards in November. And that was it. The only time I heard a live performance was since February... I think February? Of last year? Probably since the Grammys? Of last year was the last time I really heard a live performance. And then everything else went digital, which is, you know, driven me crazy. Um, it was just awesome to hear a live performance. And even though there wasn't many people at the stadium and they were using cardboard cutouts and there was like 50,000 people only, it was still nice to see people there and just hear a whole live performance, you know, and I'm glad The weekend didn't do the digital virtual thing, um, because that drives me nuts. I was looking forward to, like, those of you who don't know, I'm definitely into football, right? Um, my team didn't make it into the Super Bowl. They almost did, but the Tampa Bucks knocked them out. Um, that's another story, but, um, Usually, I definitely, obviously, since I'm into music, I look, I look forward to the halftime performances. And don't get me wrong, I like Beyonce. Don't not even like. I love Beyonce. I love Destiny's Child, and and you know, I love Lady Gaga and stuff. But The Weeknd is a whole different level because that's actually hip hop and R&B. A lot of people call him pop, but he's not. Trust me. He's not pop at all. Um, I wouldn't consider him pop, just with a lot of the things he says in his music um, and does. Um, it's not pop stars to me. But this year was the first year that I was really, like, beyond excited. Like, I was dying to hear, to watch this performance. I mean, my mom could tell you, I was, like, dang, I was telling her over and over how excited I was, and I was, like, just beyond excited today. So, I've never really looked forward, at least not that I can remember, um, to a Super Bowl performance until this year. Like, again, I don't have any issues with all the other performances, and I love the Black Eyed Peas and all the other performers, but this, again, Abel is a whole different level. Hip-hop, R&B, that's what he is. And he did After Hours. Now... Before I even get started with what he did, um, throughout the year, he was doing 
weird things. My mom would say you get a lot of weird things. Um, let me just say this. If you're a real Weekend fan, you understand what's going on. You understand, every, you know, what's what's the story is. And After Hours is a dark album. I mean, let's keep it real. It is. And The Weeknd was doing all kinds of stuff. Like, he was wearing bandages. Like, in his, in his Finding Last music video, he's wearing bandages. And then uh, he did, like, a plastic surgery um, type thing. And it was fake, by the way. It wasn't a real plastic surgery. It was fake. And then, you know, like I said, he was wearing bandages. And he had, like, a bloody face on, on some performances. And basically... For one of the performances, like, back in, like, the early, um, hours, early, uh, what is it? The early days of After Hours, what I say? He said that he was trying to show awareness for drunk driving, which made sense. And then it came, it went to, um, you know, fast forward to now, and he's saying, basically, what he's doing, because this does tell a whole story, is he's trying to show the, the way people, the Hollywood, like, just how crazy Hollywood culture really is, and how people change themselves just to please other people, and I am not making this up, if you don't believe me, you can Google it for yourself, that's what he said, so that's why he was wearing face masks, uh, not face masks, um, bandages, and, and, and doing the, the plastic surgery, fake plastic surgery and stuff, um, doing all these performances and, and music videos. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, for those of you who don't know. And like I said, only real weekend fans will understand that. If you're a casual fan or you're just a fan of a pop, just pop stuff, you, you wouldn't get it. He is misunderstood, like Wayne. Now, to the performance. Listen, I missed a couple things. Because, again, the choir was performing Call Out My Name at the beginning, but they were too hard to hear. It was far away, so I really can't blame, you know, the dogs too much, because it was mostly the sound that was really bad at the beginning. So I didn't even know, like, I, I heard people in the background, but I wasn't sure what was going on. And, like I said, then I heard him, then I heard the whole performance here in my room on my phone. And that's when I recognized it. He performed that, and then when he did Cancer My Face, you hear the beat of After Hours. Track 12 on After Hours, by the way. Um, he used that beat, but still did can't like, like at the beginning of the song, which is dope as hell to me. And then went went straight into cancel my face, Bruh. That shit was dope. Now, um, like I said, the only issues I have was he sounded far away. Like it didn't. Something sounded a little off at the beginning of his performance. It sounded really quiet. Like not even just the beginning. Like throughout a lot of it, it did. Cause I didn't notice that right away until I heard it like the second time, which when when I was in the room. Yeah, but what really what really threw me off though, y'all, was because I I already knew I kind of had a feeling 
he was going to perform certain songs, obviously, because it's a Super Bowl show, it's a hype show, you want to keep it feel hyped and feeling good, so you're going to perform your pop hits, and or whatever they want to call them. Um, so I already knew he was going to do uh, I Feel It Coming, Can't Feel My Face, Blinding Lights, you know, stuff like that, but... What threw me off was he he did a song that only us hardcore fans would really know. House of Balloons from 2011. That threw me all the way off in a good way, though. Like, that's one of my favorite songs by him. And I'm like, like, I remember sitting in the living room, you know, earlier. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. He's doing this song? Like, I didn't expect that because it was a... Um, it's it's a track that only us hardcore fans would know. Only if you've been following him from the beginning of his career. Like, again, casual fans wouldn't know that song. Unless you really dug deep into his catalog. That's why I was surprised. And it made me happy. Um, The Weeknd did an incredible job. Like I said, I liked how it so- I loved the live instrumentals and... and the bands and the strings and the keyboards. At least it sounded like he had keyboards. Um, you know, and I, you know, read online. They were giving descriptions of, you know, what Triple was doing. And my family gave me descriptions as well. Although I did ask him to be quiet because for me, like, I like to hear the audio and, and um, stuff like that. So they told me at the beginning what was going on and um, stuff. But, you know, um... Y'all, I, I just, I'm happy with this performance. It was incredible. And anybody who's hating on it, y'all got the problems, because I don't see nothing wrong with it, just the sound issues were the thing. Um, so... Let's see. I am... Looking for something here, y'all. Really? Okay, so just for the info for the people who don't know the names of the songs or who may not even know who The Weeknd is, basically this is the set list for them. Um, he did, in, in the exact order he did, the intro was Call Out My Name, he did Starboy, The Hills, Can't Feel My Face, I Feel It Coming, Save Your Tears, Earned It, House of Balloons, My Jam, Blinding Lights, um, and that's it. So, here's the thing. The Weeknd did an incredible job with the Super Bowl, right? This is the problem with The Weeknd, and it's not a bad problem. It's a good problem. The Weeknd... Or, like I said, us hardcore fans call him Abel. Has so many hits. Obviously, you can't fit them all into a t- 13, 15, whatever, however long it was, minutes, um, halftime show. And that's the problem. Because, to me, there was more hits he could have done. Um, he could have done Heartless. He could have done um, Snow Child. I really wanted him to do Faith. 
and, um, I really wanted him to do, um, In Your Eyes. Bruh, I don't know what it is about that song, but that song is so dope to me. That song is off Rabbit Jaros, by the way. Um, like I said, though, he's so, he's been in this music industry for, like, 11 years now, y'all. He has such a big catalog now, and he has so much great music. That it's hard, again, it's hard to put, um, all that music into one Super Bowl halftime performance. It's it's impossible. Because this dude has hit after hit after hit after hit. But, uh, you know, I still wish he would have done Faith, but, because that's my favorite song off the whole album. I don't know what it is about that song, but I love it. And like I said, Heartless never made it. But I think... Like I, I, again, because, you know, I obviously want to keep it family-friendly um, for the Super Bowl. Um, so I think that's probably another reason why he didn't perform um, certain songs, because obviously they're not family-friendly. You can't exactly make them, you know, family-friendly. Um, they're too real, let's just say that. They're too real for the Super Bowl and NFL and, and stuff, um, you know, and... It makes sense, in a way, you know? But, you know, there's so many songs. Like, I wish you would have done, like, Party Monster, Reminder. See, that one would have been perfect. And you could have switched the words up on that one. Like, to, to remind... Like, that could have been, like, a In Your Face song for the Grammys because they snubbed him big time. If you don't remember... If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look at my Grammys episode of, um, of the podcast back in December. I, um, posted a podcast about the Grammy snubs and him being snubbed, but, and that could have been, like, an in-your-face song to them. He should have done that one. Um, but like I said, hit after hit after hit, and then some of these hits, a lot of people wouldn't know because they're from mixtapes, or they're, they're deep, or they're features, or they're just songs that us hardcore fans know, and not the casual weekend fans. So... It's hard, it's hard to, um, you know, put all that in one show. And, and obviously, again, family-friendly, so you can't exactly do that. But um, other than that, I mean, I'm very proud of him. Abel did a, an excellent job, and, and I really hope he, that they'll see him again at the Super Bowl. Or he'll perform at the Super Bowl again. And by the time that he gets to perform again... um. I hope that this stupid COVID crap will be over, man. Um, it's, I really miss live music. Like, I don't think you guys understand. It's really, like, I don't like the virtual stuff at all with the music industry. I mean, I know it's there to keep us safe, but come on. It's just, it's, ugh. Y'all, it's driving me nuts, basically. Um... But yeah, I, I think he did an excellent job, and I forgot, like, at the end of Blinding Lights, dude, he did the, the, um, the fireworks at the end, like, sounded like a bunch, like, obviously I can't see them, but it sounded like there was a bunch of fireworks, and I don't know, I just loved it, um, but yeah, I've been watching that performance, like, all night, and, um, probably gonna watch it after I upload this podcast but uh again i really hope to see him 
performing at the Super Bowl. And, man, I bet the Grammys are kicking their asses, their, themselves in the ass right now because this dude went probably went viral. I mean, he was trending on Twitter, and I was on Twitter. And, man, it was popping on there. Like, everybody was talking about him. And, I don't know. It was it was awesome. And he's going on tour in 2022 next year. I hope one of these days I can see him perform live. Um, I, I, I've seen Wayne live, but I've always, I'd love, I'd love to see him again. I need to see Nicki live, Drake live, Weekend live. Uh, a few others, but I'd definitely love to see Wayne live um again. But yeah, I after hours tour twenty twenty two, look out. Um, but yeah, again, I I know they're kicking themselves in the ass of Grammys. Um, from what I'm hearing, y'all, the weekend spent like seven million dollars of his own money on this performance, on on all the production and, and everything. That was all his money, and I don't know how much they're paying him to do the Super Bowl, if they're even paying him. Um, but apparently, like, there was conflict where he had to choose between uh, the Grammys and the Super Bowl, and that's when they gave him, you know, the choice, and he chose the Super Bowl. And I don't know if they just felt some type of way and snubbed him or what it was, but... I mean, that ain't right at all. It really ain't. And I know they're kicking themselves right now. They should have... I don't understand. Especially now that the Grammys are pushed back. He should at least be allowed to perform. But I really wish he would have had been nominated and won Grammys for his album. Because After Hours is incredible. And if you haven't heard it, go check it out. But, um... This is... Another episode of Hip Hop in the After Hours. Again, not brought to you. It's not named after his album. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and enjoyed the Super Bowl and enjoyed your weekend. And I hope everybody has a great week. And I will see you on the next episode of Hip Hop in the After Hours. Don't forget, share and subscribe. And I'll see you next week. Peace.